push it that hard. Oh, no, okay. it was That's never good. to that extent. Um, but I mean, basically, if he had a problem with it, that's not going to change my feelings about somebody. Right, right. Right, so. right, right. Good. See, that's the same thing with me, Simply D. Um, 90% of my uh, family, they're in uh, interracial, uh, interracial relationships. Right. Um, my mother, uh, she's married to uh, my stepfather's from Iran. Mm -hmm. um, my cousin's uh, Hispanics. Uh, my uncle who taught at the University of Massachusetts. God rest his soul. My uncle Willie was married to a Caucasian woman. So, to me, walking down the street as I grew up, to see two African Americans together or two Caucasians together, to me, they were strange. Yeah, sure. It was something that I just couldn't ever grasp my head because I was so used to the interracialness in the family that uh, 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 same race couples mm -hmm. was was a throwback for me. Right. It was an odd thing for me. Okay. So I, I pretty much just grew up to learn to see people without color. Just to see mm -hmm. and go through life without those boundaries. But it was a struggle, I, 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 I believe. Mm -hmm. um, um, my stepfather being in the heart of Germantown. Right. You know, uh, at that time we didn't have very many Caucasian neighbors. So I, I'm pretty sure it was hard and he endured. But we eventually uh, came through, right. but I, I'm pretty sure, like most things, it, it was hard. And to see the the kids, my little brother was happy, I was happy. Things just didn't bother me like it right. bothered most people. I just saw things from a 
you know, different pair of glasses, yep, yeah. and everybody else. Well, what you, Mr. Wright, have you ever experienced anything of this nature? Um, me personally, I, I don't discriminate um, on race or color. I discriminate on other things. Mm -hmm. so such as? Since you want to be smart, <laughs> such as? Um, I don't date shoulda couldas. Shoulda couldas. Here we go with the shoulda couldas. Now, can you please wow. explain to me what the shoulda couldas is? Because <laughs> I say that in my shoes. It, it, it's a philosophy I came up with. Oh, it's a way of life? Yes. Okay, uh, shoulda coulda. A shoulda coulda. Um, I should have dated a man with a job. I could have dated a man with a job, but I didn't. Uh, she should have been born beautiful. She could have been born beautiful, but she wasn't. Uh -oh. So, <laughs> okay, so, so you know, should have could have. So, I don't, I don't discriminate on uh, ethnicity though. But um, should have could have though. You heard that first on open conversation. On open conversations, should have could have. But I think um, here's the problem that comes with interracial dating. It's because we live in a society that's really that glorifies the perception of what something should look like. So therefore, you have a culture that's handicapped because of stereotypes. And the stereotypes are the shackles that hold, hold us back from progressing. So therefore, if you have an African-American dating a Caucasian <coughs> woman, then they'll say, oh, He's with her because she has money. How right, do right, you know right. he don't have money? Right. If right, you see right. an African American woman uh, dating a white male, oh, she's a sellout. You know, she left the brothers alone because they all were no good. So therefore, it's the stereotypes that makes interracial dating more challenging. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what I mean, what you're saying is absolutely correct. Because I know when I was in an interracial relationship with an Italian sister. Uh, everything that I heard is exactly what you said. Uh, I can recall one time she got called to the nursing office because she was a nurse. And the administrator there told her, you know, why are you dating him? You're beautiful. You have so much to offer uh, one of these doctors here or someone of that nature. And, you know, she was like, I can date whoever I want to date. And she was just upset when she came and told me what they said to her. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they called me to the office and was like, you know, why are you dating her and blah blah blah? I was like, excuse me, why are you even ask me these questions? You don't have no right to ask me these questions. And you know, they just kept probing. And I was like, you know what? I think this conversation would be better suited with you, me, and my attorney. Right. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, you know, once mm -hmm. I went there, then they decided to back off. But then they tried to find little things that uh, in my job performance to try to get rid of me. So I had to be smart enough right. to be ahead of them and keep my stuff in order so that they could not fire me for something that simple because they didn't like the fact that I was dating a white nurse. So let me let me let, let's let me let me throw this over this way to you. Mr. Lizzie, you are in an interracial uh relationship and as a product of that, you have children. Um do you see uh, there being any limitations or any boundaries as far as, as your kids? I'm sure there will be. Mm -hmm. Um I mean just Try your best to teach them. They are who they are. Be right. proud of it. Right. Um, I mean, I don't. I don't think they should run into too much trouble. So you, you know, going teach them the best of both worlds. Yeah, exactly. So in, in terms of schooling and 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 test taking and things of that nature, they kind of want you to 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 narrow your child down to Caucasian, African American, Indian, other. What do you see as as your preference, as your choice? I've actually found that recently I've come across some applications that actually have um, white and African American. Wow, that's really? actually a choice. Yeah. Wow. Mm, I haven't seen that. So no, that's, 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 that's progress right there because it was just okay. it was just like what mm -hmm. fifty or sixty years ago where you would get hung if you was caught dating outside of your race. Exactly. And it was just. 10, 20 years ago where your family would disown you if you was an African-American and you brought home a Caucasian woman. And so Very now true. now society has become somewhat more comfortable where you look at movies such as, uh, uh, guess who, uh, what's it called, uh, guess who? Guess who's coming to dinner. Guess who's coming to dinner. Jungle fever. Yeah, jungle fever of that nature where now it's more we can smile and laugh about it opposed to get angry and upset about it. And therefore, I, I never really grasped the concept how can we put pigmentation with love. 
you so, know, love is not emotion and not feeling. Right. right. So, so Miss Melissa, just speaking of how far you know times have come and how things have changed, um, school. Do you feel or at, at any time feel like your kids are they don't fit in? Like what? Do you choose to send them to an all-black school? You choose to send them to an all-white school? I mean, just just looking at down down ahead down the road, what do you see? You know, for your kids. Well, I mean, in the area that we live, I know quite a few people that have mixed race babies. Okay. Um. So I mean, I would feel comfortable sending them to school where so, we're at. I'm, but you remember that time where. Kids would get in, in your SAT scores would matter, and sending them to college would matter. Whether you put my cousin, I have a cousin um, who lives in Massachusetts, who wanted to get a scholarship in the city of Philadelphia, and she had to put in her uh, on her application. She had to choose. So at some point, she tends to put down Caucasian, and it got her in. And then once she got in, they're looking at her like. Uh, you're not, and then a dad sitting right next to her saying, yeah, she is. So I think that sometimes, at some point, you might even have to play that game. Okay, if it's a, something that we need, we're gonna bend, you're going to bend to the Caucasian side. If it's something that you get, we're going to bend you to your African-American side. So you got the best of both worlds. Don't you see that at some point? I mean, I could benefit in some ways. Before right. you answer that, we're going to go to a commercial break, and we'll be right back with Melissa's answer. Thank you. Don't go nowhere. certain jobs or certain positions? I mean, I, I don't feel like you should have to, but... It's part of the world, right? Yeah, I mean... But look what society has done. Now you have to play a game and hide your who identity. You, are. Right. you have to disguise who you are. And so therefore now you have to, oh, I'm either white, I'm either black, I'm either Puerto Rican, I'm either Dominican, but we're all made up of different ethnicities and different mm -hmm. cultures, so therefore, it's the simple fact of, I, I, it breaks my heart to see a child because their parent is white and the dad is, uh, is black. Oh, well you think you're better than us because you don't have to get a perm, your hair is straighter. Or you think you're better than us because your parents have light eyes because your mom is white, so you have light eyes. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I think parents should teach their child not to adapt to one or the other, but teach them to cling to both because that's what makes you. So what do you, so, so do you, you, you feel like um, it's gonna be an issue? Uh, as I mean, do you go out of your way or above and beyond to stress to your kids both of their races? Yeah. Or do you kind of just let it go where it may, let the chips fall where they may? Um, I mean, I would definitely stress it. I mean, because it's just 
something has got to be taught. I mean, the kids look in the mirror eventually. Yeah, and they're when gonna they see, see they're gonna the all white them. ones, they don't know. Right. And then they see the all black ones, and then they don't look like, I don't look like him, and I don't look like her. I um, look like who? Some people use it to their advantage. There's a, on one of my current jobs, there's a guy who is white looking, but he has a black parent. Now, we also have a bigot that works at this job. He gives me static, he gives Puerto Rican static. I've heard him talk about other ethnicity groups that come into the hotel. He recently got a black guy fired because uh, the black guy said something to him. He asked the black guy to do something. The black guy with the human resources on him. And he got terminated, just like that. So the guy is a bigot. But the white guy that works behind the desk that he does not know has a black father, he treats with the highest regards and respect. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't know that that guy is mixed. Was I mean, I was I, when I was young, I, I used that. I played the race card. When I needed to get into certain places, I took my white dad with me. You know, my stepfather. I took him to do certain things because it worked into my favor. It's about giving your kids the best that you can get them. And we need to use that. I mean, as far as I am as an adult, I don't look at someone's race to determine what my happiness is going to be. It, it's about what is comfortable to me and what makes me happy. But is, well, it, what is it right? Well, yeah, that's what I'm about to ask because what happens to one's integrity? Now, are you compromising who you are to portray an image that you're not? Because if you're mixed and you're just saying, oh, I'm 100% African-American, well, I need to get this job, I'm 100% Caucasian, are you hiding your identity? So therefore, where is your integrity? Right. So See, a lot of that is different, and, 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 and I guess you can say that, yeah, it, it is at some point, um, but... Because, should, because I, I feel as though once you hide who you are, therefore, you're really no one because you're a, you're a lost soul walking this earth. Right. Because now you're struggling to fit in instead of making people adapt to who you are. Right. If their person like you for you, love you for you, exactly. then they accept you for you. And if they don't, then that's not somebody that you should have in your circle. So therefore, exactly. if, if I was to marry somebody that's outside of my ethnicity, mm -hmm. if my mother agrees, she agrees. If she don't, she don't. The same with anyone else in my family member because I'm the person that's going to have to wake up, lay with that person. Exactly. Struggles, trials, exactly. and tribulations. So therefore, when two decide to become one, it's really just you and that person at the end of the day through the fight. Exactly. I definitely agree yeah. with that. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to, like Dark Child was saying, getting into school or getting a job or something like that, I mean... So, so what's going to happen on uh, parent-teacher conferences and they say, oh, oh, so you brought the nanny with you? So I've had that happen to me. I, I was walking in the mall um, with my niece. She could have been about three at the time. She's five now. I'm walking in the niece and they hear me talking and, 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 and the lady looks at me and says, are you the nanny? And then my niece says, I'll, come on, come on, TT, let's go. And the lady just looked as if to say, TT, that means aunt. Is that her aunt? And I mean, we go from night and day. Mm -hmm. She's very fair-skinned, and and of course I'm dark. But it, it bothers people on the outside. It doesn't really, right, mm -hmm. Melissa? It doesn't affect us who are in the relationship. No, the only people that has that problem is those on the outside, outside. looking in. Yeah. Like your family members didn't have a problem. His family members didn't have a problem embracing you. It was the people that are beyond our nucleus and our known family that, that have an issue with it. But see, I, I, I think that it bothers not only the people that's outside of the relationship, but we can't be blind to the fact that it doesn't bother the people that are in the relationship. And what do I mean by saying that? Because now, for example, if I dated somebody that's Caucasian, let's just say, for example, now I feel as though I found myself trying to prove that I'm worthy of dating your daughter, not because I'm a, a great man, but because I don't want you to think I'm just a typical stereotype. I'm leeching off of your daughter. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring her down. All I do is talk slang. Mm -hmm. And so therefore, it's, now you find yourself trying to basically defend your whole culture. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. Because mm -hmm. everything that you do is being judged. Right. You know, um, again, when I dated the Caucasian sister, um, her family was straight over here from Italy, her mom and her dad. So they did not agree. Like, I could not call her house. If I called the house, 
and she didn't answer the phone. If her mom or dad picked up the phone, they would hang up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I can recall when I would be at her apartment, if we went shopping the night before, and they called her that Saturday morning and say, we're on our way over. She would tell me, well, you got to take the car and go for a ride. And she would go to the run to the kitchen and start opening up a, a, a bottle of whole milk and throwing it down the sink. I'm like, what are you doing? We just bought that. Mm -hmm. See, when she was, I'll buy another gallon, but they can't see this because they know I don't drink whole milk. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So uh, taking my clothes and blending them into her so if they looked in the closet, they wouldn't see that there were men clothes there. And then I'm looking at her like, are you serious? Is it that serious? And she was like, yes, it's that serious. And I didn't understand how serious it was until she sat me down one day and said, you know, I'm in love with you, I would like to marry you, but you need to understand, if we commit to this, you have you will, you will not only be my husband, you will be mom, dad, sister, brother, aunt, uncle, grandmother, grandfather, because I'm going to lose everybody. Maybe right. maybe not my sister, but everybody else is going to leave me. I will not be able to go to them for anything. But see, and that's where it comes down to love, because when you love a person, it's I'm with you, I'm with you. Mm -hmm. If I'm not, then I'm not with you, and therefore, Y'all two are on that, that cell together, so therefore the waves is going to get a little bit rough, but y'all two are going to be there when the waters turn calm. And you know what a pet peeve of mine is, though? Uh, it, it befuddles me when people think when you become a celebrity, you automatically have to date outside the race. Right. If you're a basketball player, you got to get a white wife. Right. But, so therefore, I, I, I never understood that concept where now it's if you want to get ahead in life or you want to put on a certain image when you get to certain points in your life, you have to have that look. Right. And, and that's what it is. It's a look. And some of my friends that, you know, names I can't mention that are in the NBA or in the NFL that have those uh, stereotype relationships tell me that these people latched onto them either in high school or in college because they saw this person is going to be making millions and I need to lock into them right now. Right. You know what I mean? And not let them go because I want to be that trophy wife. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I want to be the one that's uh, taking care of all those millions of dollars that this person is, is raking in. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what they do. They latch on to them and they do not let go until probably that NBA or NFL career is over. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Then they're off and running. <laughs> you know, I was watching the news the other day and the upset media frenzy happened all over again because Tiger Woods just released that he's dating uh, the skier that's Caucasian and all of a sudden we went from we hate Tiger Woods because he cheated on his Caucasian wife we hate him even more because he cheated with a bunch of Caucasian women right and now we back we like you okay you're the regular black guy you can swing a golf club we good we like you like that but now we hate you all over because again because you're dating a new Caucasian woman so therefore if that's who he loved you could tell he genuinely loved her because his game has improved even more right so therefore how can we ostracize somebody for what they heart feel inside mm -hmm. and they do it all the time like you know uh, they try to tell us or dictate to us who we should be with and who we shouldn't be with, you know. And I thought those days were, uh, I really thought those days were, were through because... I don't think they'll ever be over, yeah, I think. Neither do I. I mean, it's just how some people are, are raised that way. Um, some people probably experience certain things that make them feel that way. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think it's definitely an ongoing issue. Yeah, so those things are instilled in these people these people because that's what you are these people then they'll forever feel that way nothing will ever change the way that they feel but that's see, just how i feel but see now that we know what the problem is now for every problem is a solution so now we have to start focusing on how can we overcome that hurdle that stands in the way and for example you said when you was in a relationship with that italian female she will hide your clothes pour out milk and stuff but i think the best way to attack a situation like that head on is to start making it more publicly and, and taking a stand well this is who i'm with either accept it or liking it more couples will come out and expose like i'm in an interracial relationship people will have no choice but to accept it and for our future generations they'll say oh it's nothing wrong with a puerto rican dating a black or a white dating a chinese person because uh, our co-host Darkchild said when she was growing up, she thought everybody dated interracially. Right. But see, the thing is, if, if you're taught, don't bring home a white woman or don't bring home a black man, 
then how can you feel free to, if you so happen to fall in love with someone outside of your race, how can you feel comfortable enough to bring that person home? If this is what you're taught, this is what your family is preaching to you, you feel scared. But, you know see, I mean? but at the end of the day, we all know right from wrong. Right. True. So therefore, that's like saying, well, we was taught to sit on the back of the bus in the 50s and the 60s, so therefore we would have stayed with that mentality we would have no rights to the front of the bus. So therefore, as we as the new generation, the new culture, the new breed, we have to start taking that stand. We have to start putting up more pictures on Facebook, MySpace, Instagram, of you and your significant other that you are spending the rest of your life with. You have to start teaching your children more, okay, well, you have light eyes, you have straight curly hair, so therefore other people that- Straight curly. <laughs> you yeah, 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 straight curly. Yeah, I'll, you know, so but, those are your features that you can't replace. Right. So therefore, everybody's not going to like you. Everybody's not going to love you. So you gonna have a Caucasian girl with an African American booty, right? I you mean, gonna have some boy with some blue eyes with some big suit coolers. See, as long as it's you not. You gonna have them black features. I, I, I mean, a lot of it I enjoy. We, we, we tend nowadays. I think we're a lot more accepted. Right. Um, we're to a point now where we can openly talk about gay marriages. We can openly, in some places, in some states, it's actually legal. So, um, our president is black. Right. So, we now are able to move past the issues of interracialness. It was, it is now more tolerated than it was uh, maybe 20, 30 years ago. And people are really seeing that it's a matter of the heart. Um, I, think, I don't even think uh, you say more tolerated. I think it's only tolerated to a certain extent. I think people, how they feel about it is more hidden now. They don't come right out and say that they're disgusted by it or they, that they don't like it. I think they hide their feelings above that. You know what I mean? And I believe that to be true because you said our president is black. That's a fact. But now here's another fact that remained because when he was running to become president, his first term, the card was put on the table while his grandparents is white, his mother is white, but his dad is from Africa. So therefore you found Obama trying to release his record saying, hey, I'm just as smart as y'all. I graduated in the top five of my class from Harvard, which is a prestige university. Then you had African-Americans say, well, he's a sellout. He can't relate to us. Then you had Obama saying, well, I was on food stamps and came from a single mother, just like the typical black family. Right. So therefore you had Obama that was back and forth, just jumping back and forth, trying to figure out it seemed Wait, at one point, yeah. it seemed like at one point he lost his identity. He wasn't sure who he was. Mm -hmm. And therefore now that children are being produced from interracial relationships, they may be in an Obama situation. So what do you tell your child that goes through something like that? Mm -hmm. That's an excellent question. Um, as, as well, we always throw it to the viewers. You can chime in at any time and let us know what you feel. Um, the topic is interracial dating, just interracial relationships. Um, we deal with them every day, but not a simply right. deal as the same because how is it with your Caucasian boss and you being African-American? Those are our relationships we have. They're just working relationships. Right. Do you feel like sometimes your counterparts are getting uh, raises before you get the raise um, because of skin color? Those not, we're talking about relationships, not just in terms of uh, a, a, a uh, marriage type relationship or a dating type of relationship. We're talking about interracial relationships across the board. Um, worker to employee, employer to employer. We're talking uh, teacher to student. We're talking whatever. Do you feel like some of us are in college, do you feel like your papers are being graded a little bit harder um, because of your race? So. We're just looking at race in and of itself as a whole. Well, I, I know when I went, um, was attending uh, Montgomery Community College, and out of, let's say, 50 or 60 people in the class, you had a total of five African-Americans. So therefore, when we're in psychology talking about a two-parent household and how the child is raised, when they say, well, let's talk about the, the lower class, everybody in the class eyes turned to me. And I, and I said, well, how do you how do you know that I wasn't raised with two parents? And right. I say, well, were you? No, but it's the principle. Right. <laughs> right. How do you automatically right. assume that? Mm -hmm. So therefore, I believe 
you know, it, it, that, that boundary is always going to be placed there as far as how people view because of your pigmentation. Right. And even in the workplace, I know I worked at a Holiday Inn that was very prejudiced, uh, where I had two white guys who worked 7 to 3 and 3 to 11, and they were friends of mine. Mm -hmm. Now, we worked behind the front desk. The uniform color was gray, well, blue and gray, gray shirt. I worked the graveyard shift, 11 to 7. Now, I had gray shirts and so did they. But now they're prime time, they're coming in with orange, purple, black, blue, stripes, what have you. Mm -hmm. I was coming in, after I stopped wearing the gray, started wearing a pinstripe shirt like this. The GMC is the one day we're talking. I have on the pinstripe shirt. The whole time that we're talking, she's not looking at me. She's looking at my shirt. So within the next two days, there was a box in the office with uniforms. I looked in the box, they were all shirts. So I'm thinking, okay, the two white guys got shirts. Mm -hmm. So when the manager came in, she said, oh, Tony, by the way, Joanne told me to order you some new shirts. Those shirts are for you. And I'm like, huh? Mm -hmm. So I looked in the box again, and all the shirts were for me. Now again, mind you, I'm working 11 to 7. They're working 7 to 3, 3 to 11. But you ordered me shirts. Wow. See, and that's ignorance right there. But you know I, I, I find to be the, the, the greater ignorance, and this is with all cultures that I notice. It's when we discriminate against our own kind. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I give you an example. It's when you have a dark-skinned African-American that say, I don't like light-skinned African-Americans who right. are lighter than me. Right. Oh, why? Well, I only date light-skinned girls because dark skin is ugly. Right. And so therefore, you now you have it where, how are you discriminating on interracial? Right. <laughs> that was like interracial dating right. within your culture. Right. And so therefore, have y'all ever experienced anything of that nature? I haven't experienced it, but I've heard it. You know, I've heard people say it, I've heard females say it, and I, you know, we're having a conversation, and I ask them why. Why would you discriminate against your own people like that? And today, you had the terminology, oh, light skin is in. Yeah. Well, before you just hang on to that thought, before we go any further, we're going to take this to a commercial break. We're going to come back to you live. Open conversation. relationships, how they affect you on your everyday life. Relationship, workspace, uh, schooling, kids, what happened. So where did we leave off at? Um, basically we were talking about discrimination and in the race. So okay. therefore where you have um, some dark-skinned people don't date uh, light-skinned people, some light-skinned people uh, say, well, I don't date dark-skinned because they're they're too dark, and so therefore the darker you are, the bigger the, uh, that person's lips are. Now, do you believe that, and I don't know about this personally, but, um, I mean, do you believe that, I mean, obviously, if I'm not attracted to, to black men, I'm not going to talk to one, to get yeah. to know one, to yeah. want to be with one. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? So if... If you're not attracted to dark-skinned African Americans, 
then I mean how does that because some people minds are programmed at a young age where I, I actually hear parents tell their child oh well you're light-skinned so therefore you're better than your brother that's really? dark-skinned yeah. mm -hmm. and, yes. you, and you say wait you see some parents show favoritism to one child because they have a lighter complexion or they have the better hair and they say your hair is not as good as your sister's you got that nappy stuff right, right. right. so therefore now you find i find parents tearing down their child mm -hmm. because uh oh you're not as light you don't have the light eyes you don't have the good hair and i, I believe that's just wrong yeah, yeah, no, I, agree. I, just wrong. I agree now now i'm playing but here's, here's the thing no does anything like that happen amongst your race like we're not going to date them because they're too dark or well <laughs> i mean i i don't see that there's there's not a lot of skin tones with caucasians i mean we're pretty much all just white. so you generally say that you were attracted to african-american men or were you just attracted to a man a man. I mean, okay. I could be attracted right. to a Hispanic man, right. a Caucasian man. It just, I mean, personally to me, that doesn't make it or break it. But right, to some right. people, I know, you know, some people, some Caucasian girls that, are, you know, I, I could be friends with or whatever. Um, I, I won't date a black man. Right. Why? Right, right, right. Well, right. I'm not attracted to him. Why? You know, that's their per personal preference. Have right. any of your friends ever said to you, so is it true once you go black, you never go back? It's not true. <laughs> <laughs> See, most people don't understand, but as a woman, I, I feel the same way. My attraction is just to a man. The color makes no difference at this point. Right, it shouldn't. And myself. I'm attracted to a woman. It right. doesn't matter what nationality she is, right. it's a woman. I'm right. attracted to a woman that can cook. A woman that don't <laughs> mind working. See, I discriminate on things like that. I don't, I don't discriminate on your pigmentation. I discriminate on a woman that I want to watch the news, you want to watch BT all day. Okay. Right. So therefore, I want, I want to talk about, hey, did you hear what happened in the news and you think I'm talking about Tiny and T.I. news. Oh. So therefore, I discriminate on things of that nature. Okay. So therefore... So you don't want a woman that's watching a reality show all day? No, I don't want a woman that believes she's a part of the reality show. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You got jokes today, huh? You're talking about a part of the reality show. Now, I don't want a woman to mix up reality and reality. Because they wow. get it twisted sometimes. That's, that's right. true. That's but true. I see it. That's true. And so if you're going to discriminate, don't discriminate because of a person's color. Discriminate on real logical reasons. Like, therefore, okay, if you have goals and ambitions and that person is stifling you and don't want to see you grow, that's something that you say, okay, now I need to separate myself from mm. you. See, that's exactly like someone's parents. Like you were saying, mm. some people are, don't, don't bring a black guy home or right. whatever. Right. It could be any race. Um, so it's like, would you rather me date a successful African-American man or would you rather me date a drug dealer because mm -hmm. he's Caucasian? Mm -hmm. It makes absolutely no sense. Right. Yeah, I agree. So totally a man is just a man is just a man is just a man. Yeah, I mean, right. hey, look at what they have going for them. Mighty mighty good man. <laughs> but it, it makes a difference in some people's lives. It makes a big difference as to the race cars. Um, some people tend to play that and work to their favor. Um, I don't think that once you become a star, you go out and look for a white woman. I think it just so happens that some African-American men are tired of black men and black women. They're just tired of the nonsense and the drama that they bring. Not saying that Caucasian women don't bring any drama, but African-American high maintenance. It's a lot. They got the false nails, the false eyelash, the false hair, the false this, where uh, a, a Caucasian woman is what it is. Well, say, let's dissect that for what you just said. Double-edged sword. So therefore, because you have some Caucasian women that have fake breasts that do get tracks or extensions, but we don't notice it because we automatically believe their hair is naturally long. Right. So therefore, it's, it's nowadays you have it's children that's being brought up and just automatically hear the parents say, this black man dogged me out, this black man uh, freeloaded off me. And so therefore they say, okay, I'm gonna date somebody that's not black. Or you have 
uh, a Caucasian child that grew up and hear his, hear his mom say, well, your dad, all he did was work late. He was successful, but he cheated on me. Okay, so now I have to date outside of my race because if you get successful, you're going to cheat on me. So therefore, it's just, I think it's not just an interracial struggle that we're fighting, but it's also a mentality and an economical struggle that we're fighting too when it plays into race mm. and dating. I agree with that. I know uh, most of the sports figures tend to, the ones who date, do date white women, date them because they don't want the drama. Mm -hmm. They don't want everything that comes with dating someone within their own race. Whereas, uh, they feel as though if they date a white woman, that white woman is going to cater to their needs. She's going to be more supportive more so than what a black woman would be. Well, see, that. I think that's another stereotype because Every person is different. Every person no is different, the race, but so. that's what they tend to think, right. you know. And 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 uh, nine times out of ten, it's it's even proven sometimes. Really? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Uh, I can speak of an experience, and I'm not even a sports figure. Uh, I was uh, living in Germantown, and I was dating two women. I was dating a black girl, and I was dating a white girl, and I worked at this hospital, which was a little bit of waste. It was raining hard this particular April day and to the extent where I had on full rain gear. Mm. But by the time I got to work, I, my underwear was soaked with rain gear on. That's how hard it was raining. Uh -huh. Okay? Socks, everything. Mm -hmm. So when I got to work, I got two phone calls. Black girl called me first. So wait, you were dating two girls at the same time? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we need to pause in the story right there. <laughs> this is the stereotype right there that most black males are players. I want to hear the story. <laughs> so therefore, his Facebook status probably says complicated. So this, not we're true. all not like I want to hear the end of the story. Not Finish. Anyway, I got two phone calls. The black girl called me first and said, I just want to check and see if you made it to work okay. I was like, yes. Now, mind you, we live together, me and a black girl. I know this is more complicated. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, my socks got soaked, my underwear got soaked, blah, blah, blah. Now by this time, it had slacked up a little bit. She so was like, well, I hope you get to dry off. Have a good night. Okay. The white girl calls and says, I just checked to see how you made it to work. I tell her the same story. She says, okay, have a good day, and gets off the phone. About 15 minutes later, I'm paged to the front. And I'm like, oh, what am I getting paged for? I go to the front, the white girl is standing there. She went to the store and bought me brand new socks, brand new underwear, and dinner for the night. Mm. And said, when you get off, I will come pick you up and drive you home just so that you don't get wet. Wow. Well, true story. Since you don't talk to her no more, I need to know her name and number. <laughs> because, uh, so my Timberlands get messed up and, and, and my polo, I know that she'll replace it and give me a home cooked meal. I like that. <laughs> So tell me what happened to the, both of those relationships. <laughs> Did they find out about each other? Uh, we won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we just had a simply the open, unopened conversation moment. Um, as I told you, the white girl, when she, when we actually sat down and we talked about where our relationship was going, knowing what I was doing and I was seeing two women at the same time, I decided that maybe it would be better for me not to go any further in the relationship with her even though I loved her because of what she would lose and knowing how I was. So I decided that you know maybe we should still break this off and be friends and then I ended up marrying the black sister which we soon got a divorce because she was cheating as well and realized that I sh all alone should have stayed with the white one. Now, one thing I noticed with interracial dating, it is a, a, a wonderful experience if you have it. Because therefore you get to learn a whole new culture, a, a whole new way of thinking. Yes. Therefore, um, I dated some races where, no disrespect intended to anybody, when I dated with them my race, I say, let's go on a vacation and it's like, Okay, let's go to North Carolina, South Carolina. Like going down south is a vacation to them. And when you date outside of your race, some of them say, let's go on vacation. And they're thinking, 
Cancun, yeah, Greece, or yes. before. There yes. are some perks to dating outside, yeah. <laughs> outside of your race because you get to learn a whole new way of thinking. You right. get to learn, okay, well, in this culture, the Italian culture, we all sit down every night and have a big dinner. Right. Yeah, right. And in the African American culture, you get to know that, okay, it's not just your immediate household, it's Everybody, Everybody in the family in right. your household. So therefore, in, in the Caucasian family, you get to learn the, like the value of a dollar, and, the, mm -hmm. and it'll teach you. So it, it's just it's just so many different experiences that you get from dating outside of your, your ethnicity. Yes, you get to you get to learn how differently people view things, how differently they think, and how they appreciate things more. You know, you were brought up one way. Now you're experiencing a whole new different mindset. Mm -hmm. You know, so it, it does have some diff some advantages. I definitely agree with that. Have you uh, noticed anything like that? Um. Any differences? Any experiences from dating outside your race? I mean, yeah, I guess there's there's definitely differences, but I wouldn't say anything too too major. The music he listens to, all that rap music. Y'all got rap on one side and rock on the other side. Turn it up, turn it down. What about foods and things of that nature? Have you had a chitlin? <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> you have not had a chitlin? Have you had a sweet potato pie? Not pumpkin pie, sweet potato pie. No. Wow, she's have have you had cornbread? Not I don't like cornbread. Have, <laughs> have you had the, uh, the, the, uh, the exquisite three wings and a biscuit black meal? Is that from KFC? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she has not had the traditional black meal yet. Have you had colored greens and so I do all the cooking. He doesn't cook for me. But you oh, you so, visit so his family. What type of foods do you cook for him? Wait a minute, Simply. <laughs> have you had colored greens with someone that's put their foot in it? I have never even had colored greens. What wow. is going on with your family? Wait a minute. They got all them folks in his family. You know we know the family, right? We ain't gonna sit here and act like we don't know these people. We know these people. Why they ain't getting that girl no black food? <laughs> Have you had black-eyed peas? With the, with the rice See what I'm talking about? <laughs> See, what she, you are depriving your children of your African American heritage. That's true. I'm gonna have to make him cook dinner wrong. He has to cook colored greens. What about macaroni and cheese and not crafts? I make macaroni and cheese. Okay. Not crack. Not crack. No. Okay. No, see, it's a difference. You said macaroni and cheese. Black people, we call it mac and cheese. Have you had mac and cheese? <laughs> see, I think. See, I, I think when you go into an interracial no relationship, and an open now, now it's a homework assignment because you gotta do your homework. You gotta say, okay, when I go to a black house, standard things on the table. Salt, hot sauce. We don't really care if you got pepper or not. I right. love salt and hot sauce. So therefore, <laughs> you are colored. <laughs> so therefore, you know, you, you got to do your homework when you're dating outside of your race. And, and so therefore, that's why I said dating outside of your race, it could be a wonderful thing, a beautiful thing. But um, we're going to take a break right here so then that way we can hear a word from our sponsors. Conversation 
She co-hosts it today. The topic of the day is we are talking about interracial relationships. Now, when we left off at the, at the break, we were talking about just things. And I have one. Have, you, have Melissa, Melissa, have your kids ever had Kool-Aid? No, let's see. You are depriving your wow. children of the African American culture. Your children have not had a colored water ice, a styrofoam cup, juice oh, poured yeah. in it, in the freezer, frozen. Water ice? That's water ice, oh, ghetto it. style. Gotcha. I don't understand this. We got to get a family, reach out to us. We have to get the kids. Wow. On this side of the family, some coloredness. They are being deprived of all colored activities. One, one thing I do find uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny when you're dating outside of your race, two, two key things that I notice is, is, is dress and music. So therefore, where you might come out with jeans and some tones, they might say, wait, where's, you know, put on a nice blazer or something. Right. So therefore, it's, you know, adapting to ones how you are used to dress. Right. And then music is the second biggest thing because when you get in that car, it automatically is, okay, who's going to control that radio? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But see, you know, the only thing in my experience, we didn't have a problem with that because I happen to like Phil Collins. So, like, Phil Collins is my favorite singer. So we really didn't have too much good enough for now. Luther Vandross, right? I love, I love Luther, but Phil, Phil just dumped it for me. You know what I mean? I, I just like being a musician. I like the fact that the different instruments and things that he plays, right, right. so I can like, I can feed into what he's we doing. We don't have your pop quiz. Do you have any Luther? Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, Michael Jackson album. Yes, black or white. Black one with the big, <laughs> the big nose and the jerry curl. Wow. I have both. Okay, okay, you get to keep your black card. <laughs> He gets to keep his colored car. His ethnicity colored car. Oh man. You keep wow. your black card. This is just too funny. But you you are right. There is a difference between the type of music that we listen to. Right. And and a, a clothes thing as well. Because when you see them see most of them out, usually you see a white guy with a nice blazer on. Right. Nice even if it's jeans. Shirt and a nice shirt. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So when you're going on a date, you do have to kind of dress. A little differently. You right. find yourself adapting and doing things a little differently to please the person that you date. Absolutely. What, what, what do you think about um, when you hear people? This is a true story. I heard one white girl say, "Oh, I only date black men because they thugs. I need a thug in my life." What do you What do y'all think about comments like that? That's ridiculous. <laughs> there you go. She answered it right up. That's just ridiculous. Nobody listens to that nonsense. We just trying to make sure her kids get some colored greens, sweet potato pie, the common meal, three wings and a biscuit from the Chinese store. You need Chinese wings in your life. You need rice and gravy. Nothing else but just rice and rice cool and gravy. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I'm, I'm happy that we can sit and joke about the different ethnicity jokes. Now, by you being an interracial relationship, you uh, all of us here have had some type of interracial experience. Right. What happens to, how do you feel when you're around your family member and you could be white dating a black and then you're at an all white table and they crack a black joke. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. like, what do you say about that? And when they, cause I, I, you hear a lot of racist jokes. Right, you do. So therefore like, how do you accept, like how do you handle Well, I know like what that? myself, what I did was, you know, they would always, you know, make the joke and then say, well, you know, you know, I'll be hope you weren't offended or whatever. And they'd be like, nah, you know, tell your jokes. I would tell a white joke. Mm, you know what I mean? <laughs> but at some point, do you think that could cause conflict of interest? Because that's like if I'm dating a Caucasian girl, her dad comes up to me and says, Hey, how you doing there, Mr. Wright? Got a job yet? And I'd be like, Wait, I always had a job. What do you mean? Right, 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 right. <laughs> well, I think it, it depends on the content of which they're saying it now. If they were constantly coming up to me saying that, right. then eventually that would turn into a problem. Right. You know, because right. now you're trying to stereotype me or make hints that most black men don't have a job. Right, right. You know I think it could cause problems, but I think. Majority of the time, you can just laugh it off. So, do you think it's best to stay away from jokes in an interracial relationship? I mean, there's some jokes that aren't so offensive, and then right. there's some that are really just offensive. too much. Right. You right. Know? And so, I guess if you know your boundaries, it shouldn't be a problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's one thing. People don't, as long as you don't tend to overstep that boundary, with the joke, then we can be fine. But if you're constantly someone yeah. who's right there, 
You know, like, then, well, then there's an issue. We need to have a conversation. It depends if you're joking about the food you eat. You know, mm -hmm. we just talked about that. So, I mean, would you be offended if, if you were dating a Caucasian girl and her mom was like, you want me to make you some fried chicken? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, would that bother you? If she got hot sauce, it won't bother me. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, what was shocking to me was well, we one say hot sauce. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No African American act like they don't have hot sauce on their chicken. I don't have hot sauce on my chicken. I don't put ketchup on my chicken. We have a problem. Uh, I know we went shopping one day for dinner, and uh, we decided that we were going to have spaghetti. So, you know, I was like, okay, I'll go down the aisle and pick up, you know, the uh, sauce or whatever. And I went down the aisle and picked up some ragu, and she looked at me like I was crazy. She was like, what are you doing? What's that? And I was like, this is the sauce. She was like, no, no, it's not. She said, you need to put that back on the shelf. Mm -hmm. I will show you what sauce is. And when we got home, I'm a cook now. Right. She proceeded to show me how to make sauce. Mm -hmm. A real Italian Sauce. Gravy is what they call it. Now when she shows you how to make that sauce, did you go and you make that sauce for the other woman you was dating? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> no reply to that. So therefore, I mean, interracial relationships is, is, is yet a wonderful thing. It's a beautiful experience and if you haven't experienced, don't be closed-minded to it. I, I encourage everybody to be open-minded to love because you never know which direction love will take you. Right. And that, well, as we see, I'm getting a lot of hits now on, on, on people are hitting us up on, on online and they're asking not just with interracial dating. Uh, one of our viewers actually wants to know what if if uh, interracialness at work would pose a problem. So I guess they want to know if how does the situation, interracialness, what if your boss told you, found out that you were in an interracial relationship and asked you not to be in order to keep your current employer? Um, I actually know somebody uh, that was in that situation. He was a lawyer and he was dating a... Uh African-American and therefore once they found that out she wasn't allowed to go to a lot of events uh, that he had so therefore that stifled the relationship because she felt as though well you are ashamed of me but from his perspective it's well I'm trying to advance to be one of the law partners so therefore if you love me then you'll respect it and she says well if you love me you'll respect how I feel and take me around that type of environment so therefore I, I think at the end of the day if two people don't stand their ground and work as one, once you start working as two separate entities, it will cause problems. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Like, if you're in it, you should be in it together, not in it separately. Mm -hmm. You're not going to conquer the people who have the ill, Ill feelings around you because people will try to control you, like hold something in front of you, like a, a piece of cheese, like your mm -hmm. mouse. Mm -hmm. You can get this, but you got to get rid of that. Or you can't bring her or him around because they are not accepted within our group. You know what I mean? And that's right. not cool. That's not right. cool at all. Right. 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 Not cool at all. So I definitely disagree with that. Man, I know a funny work experience is, <laughs> a funny work experience is, um, I, I'm in childcare, so therefore um, I run numerous amounts of sites. So therefore at one site, it's predominantly African-American. Mm -hmm. So therefore I had to fill a position and the person that qualified for it was a Caucasian person. Mm -hmm. right. So I, I, I sent them today, it's like, Mr. Wright, you know, I like the, you know, your setup, everything is ran. Then when I took them to the African-American site, they held their purse closer and looked around like this. And, <laughs> and I said, if you want, you could lock it up in the locker right there. And they said, no, I think I'll hold on to it because you know, I have a lot of stuff I need to be able to access. So therefore, I think race at work, especially interracial um, like work relationships, it, it, all, it all falls back on what type of stereotypes you have heard like growing up in your encounter. Yeah, definitely. Unfortunately, those type of things still occur. Uh, the workplace with raises, mm -hmm. with uh, positions, things of that nature, they still occur. Uh, you would see some of your white counterparts who aren't as qualified as you getting that promotion or getting a raise without even asking. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where you have to constantly say, yo, is it time for me to get a raise or, or things of that nature. So I've been in that environment and it's, it's very uncomfortable where you have to fight for every single thing that you get. But you know, this has like been an open conversation about interracial relationships. 
Right now, I'm going to have closing remarks as we tend to wrap this thing up. So we'll start with Miss Melissa. Thanks to all our viewers. Um, stay tuned for next week. Listen. Uh, ah, it's just me. It's always on me. Just throw the ball in my lap. Well, this is your girl, Miss Dark Child, Princess of Comedy, representing Team Enough Said. This has been an open conversation about interracial relationships. Call us, text us, email us, whatever. Send a pigeon. See, let us know what you think and feel about this open conversation. And that's your boy Antonio Wright, aka Mr. Wright, and we'd like to thank you for uh, tuning in to another uh, edition of Open Conversation where we have plenty of topics and we're just expressing our logic. Once again, this has been an open conversation talking about interracial relationships. We hope we haven't offended anyone. These have been our thoughts and our views on this topic. You're willing to share yours? We will respond to them at any given time. You can always find one of us on Facebook, on, the, on email, or call us on the number. This has been another episode of Open Conversation. Your host, Simply D. Peace.